Let's talk. Yeah, all right. It's hearing us. Can you hear me now? I'm going to turn this down. I'm going to put on my Luxembourg Velvet voice. Mm. Smooth, cool listening. We are recording right now. We could just keep this in. We're going to. It's on. Hi, this is Charlie. And this is Jeff Blahoviak. And welcome to the TG Buckpool podcast. Smooth, cool listening. This is. It's the... It's the Late Night Storm podcast. How's it going, Jeff? It's going good. Did you get out hunting this weekend? Yes, the season is upon us. I got out Sunday night, first time, and it was kind of hot. Mosquitoes weren't too bad, and I ended up seeing a doe and her yearlings. So I did not get a shot. I wasn't going to shoot at the, you know, I kind of wait for the fawns to break away. Yeah, it was cool to see some deer moving around. You didn't uh, want to be the first one to get into that uh, into uh, that raffle. Into the raffle, yeah, that's a new thing this year, everyone. Regardless if it's a buck or doe, even if you get a doe, post the picture, send it to us, and you're going to get put into a drawing if you're not in the top five. So, there's a lot more opportunities to win this year. We, a lot of people are talking and we're listening, so we're making some changes this year. We want your pictures. We want your stories. Yep, that's what this is all about: getting to know getting to know our colleagues. More opportunity to get your pictures, stories into the website. So, did you hear from anybody else? Any any bucks down this weekend? No, um, there is nothing so far. But I have a lot of friends in the area and stuff that have been getting them um, that I that I know of. So the deer are running around. You kind of catch them off guard early in the year. But yeah, nobody has sent anything in. So nobody got that buck that you had on the trail cam that yeah, looked like it, it was photoshopped. Yeah, there is a there is an absolute mega giant running around, and I've kind of shared it with a few people. I'm not going to mention who's kind of hunting it in the bug pool. There's a few of us guys. I'm not included in this, but there's a few people that are in the bug pool that are chasing this thing. I think we can post a picture on it because one of the neighbors posted it on Facebook, which I'm sure the local guys aren't too happy that about. That helps. But I'm going to post this picture. <clears throat> it's unreal. This thing is probably going to be the biggest buck taken in Wisconsin this year if it's taken. I don't know how it holds its head up yeah so i know a lot of people thought that wasn't a deer farm it's a legit buck running around naturally so everybody thinks i mean i don't know if this thing escaped out of a deer farm running around somewhere in wisconsin wisconsin and we'll just leave it at that and there are several employees who live within the vicinity of it yes very exciting and i i can't wait i hope one of our guys get it just to get the hands on and actually score it you know for this pool be pretty neat so it might break the record. Oh yeah. By it's 50 inches by a lot. It's crazy. It's pushing 200 inches, if not more. So it's hard to tell. I don't know what a two inch deer looks like up close, but on the pictures, I'm telling you it is unreal. Yeah. Yeah. It looks fake. So, and we'll stop talking about a picture that nobody listening can see. Yes. We'll but a lot of people website. have seen it. I'll put a little snippet on there. Um, so speaking of the website, we're going to have a lot more people looking at it this year than we have in past years. What did we end up with for numbers this year? Yeah, some kind of record here. Uh, we got 228 people in the contest this year, which is crazy. Oh, and wait. Then, yeah, so thank you, everybody, for signing up. Uh, there's Now the big part is just getting the money collected, which I think most everybody paid. I just have to get the Venmo from Shelly. Um, I know she said she's got a ton of people that paid through the Venmo thing. And then we'll kind of... We'll square up somehow. It's always kind of a struggle, but mm-hmm. we'll get get to that. 
But I think the big addition to that was the Altoona location. Um, we got some numbers here. <clears throat> Altoona had 28 people added to this year, so that's a big reason why the why the count grew from 168 from last year. So if you do the math, 168, 228, that's what, 60-some, 60, 60 people? Yeah, exactly. Pretty good math, huh? I'm an estimator. That was quick. Top of my head like that. So 28 and minus 60, what's that, Charlie? 32. Is it 32? It's it 32. 32. I'm confident it's 32. So 32, technically 32 extra people on besides Altoona signed up this year, which is great. So this is growing. It's good to hear. Um, I think... The word is getting out that this is a fun thing, and just by signing up, you do get some prizes. And the prizes this year, I, it's hard to get everything, something that everybody's going to like, so I kind of just kind of get something simple, which this year is going to be a another cool tweak gear hat you can only get through the buck pool. It's kind of like this snow camel kind of white hat with the blue tweak gear on the brim. It, it looks pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. I've yeah. seen the prototype, or at yeah. least the photos. And, yeah, that's going to be a cool hat. Yeah, and then the other thing, too, I got two prizes this year we're all going to get is a, is a mug. It's like a camo mug. It'll say Tweak Garrett on it. So pretty cool stuff. Thank you to uh, Tweak Garrett for donating that and for Shelly Murphy for all her hard work. Yeah. Ordering this stuff, kind of getting stuff put together for me. So it was great. Um, that go down the numbers from the other locations, which is kind of funny. I know it was kind of confusing to some of us on the on – the, <laughs> When you filled out the thing, whether you're central Wisconsin or eastern Wisconsin, well, we look back and kind of laugh. There is a ton of people from eastern Wisconsin, a.k.a. De Pere. Note to <laughs> myself for next year, when we make the <laughs> when we make the sign-up, yeah. it will say De Pere and Wisconsin Rapids now instead of yeah, eastern what, Wisconsin and central Wisconsin. I don't know Wisconsin. what the hell you were thinking on that one, Charlie. That, was, that is my bad. That was, that was bad. Because there was a lot of confusion there. We have to go clean that up a bit. Yeah. No so big we, deal, though. We Wisconsin don't have exact Rapids, numbers. It's, this is all approximate. Wisconsin Rapids, we have roughly 40. Tomahawk, we had 12. And then De Pere, 148. And like we just said, some of these numbers are skewed because of the people not putting the right category down. But no big deal. 228, that's a great increase from last year. It's pretty crazy how much this is growing. I don't know how many people are working at Tweet, but that's a pretty big percentage yeah. of our employees. And I encourage a lot of people that don't even hunt to get in this because it's just cool to hear about other people's stories, seeing on the website, getting the prizes. Like you said, where where can you even get a hat and a mug for twenty bucks? I don't think anywhere. Tweak Air, it's the only place that does it. And then maybe win something else. And then win some other stuff. You got chances to win other other stuff. Weekly prizes. Can I be the first one to to bitch on the podcast directly to you? I never win anything. I know. I've been hearing that from about a hundred people. Me included. I, I never win. I never win anything. I know. I, you should because you put a lot of work into this. I never win anything. <laughs> Sorry, I yeah. can't help myself. I know. It's, people always complain about, too, that uh, wheel, of, that spinning wheel that picks the names and stuff, that it's rigged and stuff. If it's rigged, Charlie would win. If, <laughs> if it, Yeah, if it was rigged, I'd be smart enough to put my... I'm not smart enough to rig it. I don't know what else to tell you. You know, speaking of which, I know you had said in before on our preview this year that we were going to hand out a prize if we broke if he cracked the 200 thing i we thought of that to do that we didn't do that yet we didn't do that yet we will put that out nor have we done a week one prize yet week one prize is coming up this friday it's the first week so it is okay yeah. so this friday we're going to be Breaking doing the news. prizes every friday we're going to be posting this stuff and mind you this is hard enough for us to get together to put this stuff together 
and to keep a schedule like on Fridays we're gonna do this. It's hard for me and Charlie to get together. So it might be a day or sometimes they might be on Mondays, but always just kind of look at the website. It'll yep, be updated eventually. TGBuckpool.com. TGBuckpool.com. And then TGBuckpool is a podcast. Hey, so. speaking of TGBuckpool.com, we did make some changes to it. Yeah, what'd you do, Charlie? This week. Um, I don't know. Just try to change up the look a little bit, but also take the stuff that the people look at the most and make it much easier to find, Make put it huge on top of the website. Mm -hmm. um, so... Yeah, if you go to the site, you will see like a menu across the top where you can find what you want. But you'll also see the biggest things on there are the results, the podcast, and the all-time list because that's what people seem to click on the most. And then if you scroll down below that, that's where you'll see anything we post, any buck pictures, any raffle prizes, anything that uh, that we put in the the blog part of the website on a day-to-day -day basis, you'll see down there. But yeah. like I said, at the top, the most important stuff. And a nice picture, shout out to Josh Andrews and his buck from last year. A nice picture of Josh yeah, at the top with his all-time. Kind of a all prize time. of being the all-time right. buck leader is have your picture on the website. You get the respect. All the time. People can criticize you. Look <laughs> at him. What a dork. All the haters can. <laughs> I still can't get over that deer. That was so cool when he brought that rack in. That was much bigger in person than it is in the picture, I can tell you that much. Yeah. Definitely. I'll, yeah. I'll back you up on that. Yeah. So, yeah, if you haven't checked out the new TGBuckpool.com, go take a look at that. Hopefully it's a um, little bit clean, cleaner, easier to follow than it used to yeah. be. Yeah. So here's a dumb question for me, not being a techie guy. Say I want to go on here, and what's the easiest way to go find out who won the, pro the prize for the week? Uh, if you look at the recent posts, okay, that will be there. Otherwise, okay, if you I click at the top... People can't see this, but I'm waiting for Jeff to scroll up, actually. Uh, under 2023 results and prize winners on the top left, next to that buck oh, with yeah. his nose in the ground. Oh, yeah, it says it right there in front of my face. 20... <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, it is very nice. Very well Where it together. says prize winners in all caps. Alrighty then. <laughs> sure enough. Oh, it looks cool. Did you yeah, put nice that picture there, by the way? No, you did. I did? Yeah, you did. And I think that's a picture of Mike to. Weinfitter's buck from last year. That's pretty random. Hey, here's another reminder. Ooh. Not picking on Mike. When you guys send your pictures in, please be in the picture so we can see you with your deer. It does cause a lot of suspicion. Yes. That and we just want to know who you are. So, And I know a lot that, of people are pretty modest. So I don't want to be in the picture. Just put yourself in the picture for crying out loud. Be proud. Be proud and loud. That we're a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> okay. Can you pull the agenda back up? Because yeah. I have no idea what we're supposed to talk about right now. Are we done talking about the website? Yeah, I think so. I think you did a great job in it, as always. Uh, Charlie is behind the scenes techie. Unreal. He does a lot for this thing that nobody realizes. So I really appreciate him being part of this. We're like well, a thanks. team. thanks. You're welcome. All right. What uh, The next thing I want to talk about, you know, I know it's a deer hunting buck pool and all that stuff but there is a lot of things going on this time of year which is bear hunting it's really hot and heavy this time of year and there's a lot of our guys mm. that are that are uh either they're baiting or they're running their dogs which i know the gene quartz and all those guys are big dog guys and i know that they're and their buddies are way in the western part of the state by like hayward zeke peters is included on this zeke being from altoona now and i know that he's 
his coworkers over there, which is, I guess, our coworkers. I just don't know these guys yet. But they're really big in the, into the bear hunting, and they're constantly going out there baiting. They're running their dogs, even early season, just to get their dogs in shape. And it's a pretty interesting thing. There's a lot of people involved that goes in, goes into that. And I'd like to have some people come on here and let's talk about it, you know, some more experts because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about really. All I know is that I went bear hunting one year and I baited. And it was interesting doing this because I didn't know what these bears like to put, like what, what were they supposed to put down for bait? I was thinking honey, you know, Winnie the Pooh honey, <laughs> all this stuff, but... There's all sorts of shit these guys are doing. They're put, they're getting donuts from like day old donuts from bakeries that they can't sell. They go to festival, get whatever, and they're making these weird concoctions. And the Gene Cords, Zeke, and all these guys are just really good at finding what the bears like for you know for bait. You know, Casey Lee Joyce was talking about two for deer. What these guys are baiting, and we can't bait for deer. You can't bait for deer. We're officially well. There's mineral you can put down. This is all type of stuff these guys are doing. These special mineral. I'm just trying to cover our ass. Oh, right. But we Nobody can bait. baits. You can bait. Can you? Yeah. In Wisconsin, you can bait. For real? Like every day, I know it's, I'm pretty sure it's one gallon of whatever it is, a day or a week or, you can sit over more than like a gallon of bait. There's rules behind it, but I know that they're talking about would, getting, going away with it. Would you say you're good at baiting? I'm not great at baiting. I know some of these guys are really good at baiting and- there's like different categories of it. There's 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 good, there's great, and there's masters. And Gene Court, Zeke, Casey Lee Joyce, these guys are what would you call them, masturbators? So if you guys ever want any information on what to do for these animals, how to get them to come into you. Welcome to the Peabody Award winning podcast. <laughs> TG Buckpool. Yeah, those guys are amazing. Amazing guys. And then also I'd like to bring up uh Justin Beck was kind enough to send Mike Weinford being as modest as he is. He got a pretty big freaking bear. I was, I think it was last week, and we'll post that on the on the website too. I haven't done it yet, but let me uh, let me look at my text chart, Charlie. Here you can uh, add the while I'm looking on a text. I I can't think of anything to say. Come on, talk about when you baiting. put the microphone in front of me. I choke. Talk about baiting. Okay. It says, Mike Weinfighter is at it again. I am not sure the details. Somewhere around 350 plus pounds dressed. 418 lightweight or something like that. I have to talk to Mike, but there's a really cool picture of him. So I'll put that on there. Congrats, Mike. Are we, is Mike okay if we put that on the yep, site? I, I said, yep. Okay. I asked him. He said he's okay with it. I don't know if I can make fun of him or not, but I, I like to do that anyways. He's probably got a, got some thick skin. No, but Mike's a Why are you making fun of him? I don't know. I just like to make fun of him because he's so good at hunting and it pisses me off. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so did, yeah. I, did I ever tell you the story about when I got my bear license last year? You got a bear license? I signed up for a bear license. I, I had been like applying for the points mm-hmm. every year, just thinking maybe one of these years I want to do it. And last year we saw uh, so many bears on our trail cams in spring. That. I don't remember when I applied. We were seeing a lot of uh, bears on the trail cam, so I was like, screw it. I'm going to apply for a license, and I got it and paid for it, which was dumb because once I got it, I thought, what do I know about bear hunting? You know, yeah. People like put cotton candy out well, or whatever. and down. So it's right. not to Gene Court. So, like I said. 
But really also, uh, if you guys have listened to this, you know the the land where I hunt is over four hours away from here. So it's a it's a commitment to get out there and go. Like it's a, it's a, at minimum a full day commitment mm-hmm. to drive out there. And I've done it. I've left at two in the morning to get out there for hunts before and and driven back same day. But it's especially uh, not to get into this whole ramp, but with kids a certain age that have activities constantly it's tough to get away for an entire day or a weekend. Um, but I, I really ultimately just didn't know not only what to do, but what the hell I was going to do with a bear if I got one. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, is it, is it ethical to just leave it in the woods? I just don't want bear eating our, our deer, the fawns. No, you never so, obviously don't leave it in the woods. I know. I was. I know. But did of, you ever eat bear? It's actually pretty good eating, believe it or not. It's one of the best meats out there. A little, it's kind of greasy. That's what I've heard. Greasy. It's really, it's really good though. So I don't mind greasy. Yeah, I think it's just good uh, conservation wise. There is a lot of bears in Wisconsin, and I don't think people realize what bears eat. They eat meat, which is what's the easiest thing to get is fawns. Right. And there's, it's a good thing. Like same thing with wolves and coyotes. Um, there's a reason why there's hunting for certain animals and stuff like that. So. But yeah, it's a it's a fun sport. They're really it's really hard to get a bear. Uh, they are so freaking smart. Their noses are unreal. I want to see their noses that are like. You think deer have good noses? I mean, or, or dogs? Bears are like ten times better than that. I guess it's crazy. And their hearing, they just they call them ninjas of the woods. It's crazy how how hard it is to get a bear. That's why guys use dogs. You know. Well, I was I was out grouse hunting. Probably, it's probably 10 years ago now. Not quite, because my current dog was with me. But I was out grouse hunting with her, and I heard some crashing behind me, and I got excited thinking, oh, we scared a deer. And I turn around and look, and it was a bear looking like it was coming straight at me. Mm-hmm. And Terrifying. I threw my 20-gauge up and was like, well, I'm going to unload three rounds in this, three rounds of 20-gauge, <laughs> like number sevens in this bear's face as fast as I can and hoping it stings him enough that I can get away. And uh, thankfully he veered a little bit to his left and maybe got within 15 yards of me before he turned off and I changed my pants. Talk about primal fear, huh? Went back to that, that, that bear running full speed through the woods was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Like something that large running that fast was amazing. They run like 40 miles an hour. Yeah, it was incredible. And just trees everywhere. I don't know how it wasn't knocking down every tree in the woods. It was insane. Yeah. Thankfully, I kept my dog away from him, too. So yeah. that was Crazy. terrifying. Yeah, I think that 12-gauge with the 7-shot probably would have just pissed him off. Right. Pepper spray. Right. There are plenty of times I've gone into the woods with the judge since then, just in case. I've yeah. never had an encounter with a bear like that, but I, I don't want to either. You know, there's so. another cool idea for a podcast. is talking about calibers for guns what they're good for. Yeah. We've been talking about kind of broadening this podcast to talk, to talk more. Good segue. It wasn't a good segue. It was. And I um, just ruined it by saying it, but I know you did. Um, I'm good at that. Talking about more outdoorsy stuff, not just about the buck pool and hunting, but there is so much shit that our company employees do, whether it goes, you know, gardening. I know Kay Neset is an unbelievable gardener. And among others, I mean, Dan Ebert's a good gardener. That These people have these huge gardens, and they bring in vegetables and stuff throughout the, the harvest time, which is this time of year. Um, it's just pretty cool. And the mushroom picking, 
There's other topics like fishing. You got Heath Hagedorn, you got Greg Wurzba, you got Jesse Van Lannan. Um, Blaney's have big fishing boats. Um, there are a lot of interesting people that work with here at Tweak Air. I know one that I would love to get on the podcast if we could get him is uh, Ben Malesva to talk about his syrup making. His syrup making, he just won't shut up about it. <laughs> no. If you, if you guys know Ben, he's a quiet guy, but once he gets talking about the syrup stuff, it's pretty interesting. There's a, guy, there's a lot of guys I tweet that make some syrup, and it's uh, a big tradition thing. It can be a pisser if you do it the right way. It's a long process, and a lot of people. Ben Dickey we talked about last year, yeah. and we still haven't gotten on with his uh, tracking. Dog. Yeah. Frank Ujidowski with the falconry. Yes, we have to get Frank on. So many topics that we have kind of a list, so I. Stay tuned for things like that. We may make some big changes this year. Have more people on the podcast as guests. So you don't have to listen to me and Charlie sound stupid talking about something we don't know. I got to go out with Frank one time last fall. I I know we talked about it briefly on the podcast last year too, but uh, seeing that in person was awesome. Not to mention watching his falcon, I'll use the term he used, mute all over Al Van Munn's son's jacket. That was pretty... (laughs) Sadly, of all the things that happened that day, that's the thing my son still talks about was watching. What is a mute? Taking a shit? Yes. Really? I never heard that term before. That bird, like, yeah, he absolutely uh, eliminated his entire body weight in feces all over Alvin Munn's son. Interesting. In his jacket. That's funny. I hope that jacket is not ruined. (laughs) And I'm sorry to Tanner for bringing that up again. If he's listening, sorry, Tanner. I know that... um... Frank likes to bring people out. So if you guys are anybody's interested in doing that, um, he is always willing to take people out. He's always looking for new ground. Yes. It, it's a really cool – there were a lot of people there. I, I swear there were 40 or 50 people there. And what a cool community they had. Mm-hmm. Frank was not the only one there with birds. There were three or four people that brought birds out. Uh, it, it was, yeah, something to see. Really exciting when somebody were like, would just yell rabbit and you'd look up in the tree and the hawk was already on its way down to take it out. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Cool. A lot of photographers there. There's another thing we could talk about photography. photography. Yeah. There's a lot of cool things to talk about outdoors wise that people don't realize or I don't know. It's just neat talking to people within the company that there's a lot of experts in certain things that that'd be really interesting to hear what they have to say about certain things. I guess what we're trying to say is if you have uh, an outdoor hobby that you're really into and you're willing to speak to us with a microphone in front of your face, we would love yeah. to uh, love to have you on the podcast. Come come talk to one of us. Yep. Uh, what else we got to talk about here? Um, oh, I, one thing I want you to ask me about my hunt. I went hunting yesterday, actually, and I had a pretty cool encounter. I went, So I'm not a big landowner, as everybody knows. I just have a little spot I go behind my house. That's my one go-to. But I've been hunting a lot of public land the last couple of years. So my brother called me up, said, hey, do you want to go on some hunting land towards like the Maribel area? Because he, he's a big dog guy with rabbits. So he's got a club over there. He's like, there's a spot right on the other side of the club we can go. So we could go out there and we sit. And, you know, it's hard hunting on public land because there's a ton of people walking around. And odds of seeing a deer are probably almost nothing. But it's just kind of cool getting outside. So I go sit and I'm sitting on the ground and the reason I'm doing that because I'm part of a hunting contest, a fantasy hunting contest, which I think a lot of you guys would be interested in. There okay. is this needs to be its own podcast. It, the it fantasy does. hunting. Yeah, fantasy hunting. It's like f- fantasy football, but it's fantasy hunting. And 
uh, just 10,000 foot view of it. Um, like for instance, I was going to go on public land, which has more points because it's harder to get a deer on public land. So there's added points for public land. And I was going to sit on the ground, which is added points because it's harder to get a deer from the ground. And I was going to use my bow, which is harder to get a deer with a bow than it is with a gun. I think everybody can agree with that. So there's added points what by doing this. What about blindfolded? Blindfolded? I, that wouldn't be very good, Charlie. How the hell are you going to be able to see anything? It seems like there would be a lot of points because it well, makes I, it harder. Yeah, he could just start willy-nilly shooting arrows out in it. God, you're such a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed with the story. So anyways, I get I find a spot. It's overlooking. Uh, it's, it just seemed like a good spot. The window was good. I'm sitting kind of next to a, a, an egg field. I think it was soybeans. I couldn't get that far because it was wasn't part of the public land. So I'm sitting there, and like 15 minutes into it, I get my chair that I strap onto the tree, and I'm sitting on this thing. Do you get extra points for the strap-on? Oh, my God. No, you don't. But the reason I use that is because you can't screw anything into a tree on public land. Let's strap on and screw in here. What, what are we doing? So anyways, I'm sitting on my chair. You should have seen my eyes light up yeah. when he said, sorry. Continue. This, this coyote comes walking by, and I'm not shitting you. This thing was five yards from me. Just this gorgeous coyote. And everybody knows coyotes are varmint. And I have a, an extra arrow on my quiver that has a different broadhead I can kind of mess up. I'm okay with shooting this thing. So it goes by, and it's trotting away. It's like, oh, shit, I take my good arrow off, and I put my varmint arrow on. And as a bow hunter, you got to know how much yardage you have in between you and your, your animal you're trying to take. Well, this thing is walking away, and as I'm doing this, I'm kind of making noise like a... That's exactly what I did, and it stopped dead in its tracks. It looked back at me, and here I am standing there. Couldn't get my rangefinder out to see how far I had to shoot. And with a bow, you need to know within five yards for sure what you're supposed to shoot for distance. I took a guess. I assumed, because you know, before you sit, you try to range like certain trees, and mm-hmm. this one's 30 yards, that one's 40, and... Well, damn it, I couldn't remember what it was. So I thought it was 30. I shot. It hit just in front of it. It was, And I went and got my arrow. It was 46 yards away, so I missed this damn thing. So I was pretty – I'm glad I, it was a clean miss, but it's embarrassing. I know guys don't like talk about their misses and stuff because I shoot a lot of competitive archery, and I was so pissed that I missed. You're in a safe space here. I know. Nobody judges. Everybody misses. It's okay, everybody. I don't everybody. judge. The, the other people listening are probably yeah. judging right now. Yeah. So it just kind of looked at me and just kind of trotted off. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a cool encounter. I have a question. Yeah. What do you do with a coyote if you get it? That, I, I probably was going to mount that one. I was going to, and you could eat them. I was going to try Did it, actually. Eat them? I think people have, yeah. It's like Steve Ranella, Meat Eater. That's okay. another podcaster yes. I like to follow. There's so many podcasters out there. But he has, on his podcast, has tried it, and it's actually not that bad, he said. The one thing he said that was Good endorsement. Wasn't, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. You know, it's not as delicious. a hunter, conservation guy, you don't want to waste any part of your animal. It's edible. Yeah. But the big thing with the coyote, it's a varmint. There's a, they do a lot of damage to wildlife that people don't realize, like eating certain things and mm-hmm. all that. They're just, what do you want to call them? A carnivore, you know? So try to take that out of the thing because there's a lot of coyotes running around. They can overpopulate and really decimate deer populations, pheasants, all that stuff. So anyways, I was probably going to either mount it and, or make a skin out of it, hang it, you know. It was kind of cool. Or make a hat. My brother has a hat, a coyote hat that he made. For real? Like, yeah, like a trapper hat. 
It's pretty badass. He wears it on. He looks like a dipshit, but it's pretty cool. It's really warm and whatever. It's just, uh, it was a cool encounter. So, so yeah, I've had to have some excitement. I had two hunts in this year and seen something every time I've gone. So, but no bucks. No bucks. 228 people. 228 people. We are really sucking ass right now as a that's buck pool. Um, I don't know that there's an answer to this, but what, what do you think the odds are of an opening weekend of, of bow hunting deer? I mean, that's... I would have thought with 228 people, somebody would have gotten one because uh, okay. out by us, there was a handful of people that, have, that some of them, one was in Velvet yet. So that's kind of cool. That's why... A lot of people don't go opening weekend, but it's kind of a good weekend to go because the deer are, like, not ready yet. It's weird. I mean, I have to think for the hardcore hunters, you're not you're not taking a deer this weekend unless it's and the it's, one that you have exactly. been eyeing. And either you're going to shoot a doe or waiting for the one. Right. Which a lot of us have cameras. We all have that one walking around. If that doesn't come through, you're not going to waste your tag on a right the one that you're after, you know, type thing. So I get it. I, I went on Sunday night. That's the only time I could go, but there was some hardcore guys in this pool. I know guys that sent a picture in of the ones that they passed on, and I can't believe that this guy passed on this deer. It was top three probably. I bet you it was top five all time that he passed on. These are these Altoona bastards that we're talking about. They <laughs> said that we shouldn't get these guys in this pool. I didn't call you bastards, yeah, by the way. I did because okay. they have such good property out there. That's where the Giants are. But we do have some good ones on the east side, like I was telling you. But those guys have a lot of them. And it's by the sounds of uh, Zeke's stories, these guys really know what they're doing. So I'm really hunt, excited to see what they get. I hunt Polk County, so I'm with the Altoona Bastards. I'm out west. Yeah. It's a beautiful part of the state. Different way of hunting. A lot of hills, a lot of ridges, and it's really pretty over beautiful. there. Beautiful, yeah. So hopefully awesome one of these guys of the will just reach out, hey, come hunt in my land. That'd be great. But I, I didn't get that phone call yet. Not yet. Not yet. After you call them bastards, I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> yeah, after getting to know some of them, they, they can handle it. Bunch of good dudes over there. Okay, what else we got? I, that's all we got for today. Yeah, stay tuned. I'm trying to train everyone. I know I send out these emails, which I'm going to do. I have to get the master list of these emails now with all 228 people to remind everybody to go on the website to look at the updates. I'm trying to get to the point where I don't have to do that anymore. I want I'm, people to start engaging and getting into this and start really getting into it. It shouldn't have taken me 30 minutes and 35 seconds to say this, by the way, but Casey is joining us for the podcast this year. It's just a coincidence that he's out uh, He's out of town this week. Yeah. So we couldn't get him in. Yeah. But Casey is definitely uh, a co-host of this podcast this season, mm-hmm. just not here today. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other thing we mentioned earlier, too, please come forward if you want to be part of this. Talk about any of your stories. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to get when somebody does get their animal into the pool, I want them to tell their story themselves instead of us typing them up, and which we will anyways, but it's great to hear from the guy that actually got it. You don't have to be here in person. You nope. can call in, and we can – we can. I believe I have the ability to record it and then edit it into the podcast. You don't have to do this live with us in the ridiculous hours yeah, that great. we do it. So yeah. Yeah, we, can, we can fit your schedule. If you want to tell us your story, we can make it happen when, when you're comfortable with it. Okay. Cool. I think we should wrap this thing. Yeah, I'll learn that. Listen for Friday. Uh, go to the website. We're going to, well, today we're going to try to get this pool thing going, cracking 200. Thank you to everybody. That's our little extra 
boost for this year prize, yeah. and then look for Friday for the first actual raffle of the of the season. So we got some great ones this year, so it should be fun and exciting. All right, guys. Good luck this week. You'll hear from us later. Have a See good ya. week. <laughs>